Peter Rabbit is a fictional character created by British author and illustrator Beatrix Potter. Peter Rabbit is a mischievous young rabbit who frequently disobeys his mother and gets into all kinds of trouble. Hmm, sounds very familiar. In the story, he sneaks into Mr. McGregor's garden to eat vegetables, but ends up being chased by the angry farmer. The book has become a beloved classic and has been adapted into various forms, including animated films and television shows. Peter Rabbit's mother used chamomile in this fairy tale, sending the mischievous young bunny to bed with a cup of chamomile tea when he returns home after narrowly escaping Mr. McGregor's garden. Bonjour. This is Fabulously Delicious, the French food podcast. It's the podcast that's all about the cuisine that is said to have founded modern cooking. French ingredients and dishes have been the starting block for many of the world's best chefs and cooks. On Fabulously Delicious, you'll learn all about those dishes, ingredients, as well as get to know more about fabulous French chefs and cooks. I'm your host, Andrew Pryor. Enchanté. Enchanté. Ten years ago, my life changed when I competed on MasterChef Australia, and now I share my time between Paris, my house in the French countryside, as well as the UK, London and Brighton. My life is all about cooking, eating and living life the best way I can. I love meeting food producers, chefs, home cooks, drinking amazing wines, eating some of these over 1,500 French cheeses that there are, and sharing these fabulous experiences with you. I hope you're enjoying them. Today we are continuing the A to Z of French herbs. And today's herb is something that is known around the world for its use in tea, but here in France, it can also be found in cooking as an ingredient. It's that ever so relaxing herb, chamomile. Sit back, turn up the volume. If you're not driving, pour yourself a glass of wine or maybe a cup of chamomile tea. Break a baguette. Add a bit of saucisson, maybe some delicious cheese, and enjoy today's episode of Fabulously Delicious, the A to Z of French herbs, chamomile. Chamomile is spelt in the US as C-H-A-M-O-M-I-L-E. Or in the UK, it's C-A-M-O-M-I-L-E. But it's pronounced the same. But in French, it's pronounced chamomile and spelled C A M O M I double L E. The UK spelling of the herb actually comes from the French, and the name is derived via the French and Latin language. Chamomile is a flowering plant that belongs to the daisy family. The plant has small white flowers with yellow centres, and it's known for its distinctive scent and taste. Chamomile has a long history of medicinal use, but is also used in cooking in many parts of the world. There is two common species of chamomile. One is often called German chamomile, or water of youth, and the other is Roman, English or garden chamomile. The latter is often used to create a chamomile lawn. A chamomile lawn is a type of lawn made up of chamomile plants instead of grass. The lawn is created by planting chamomile plugs or seeds in a prepared area of soil. 
and then regularly watered and maintained. One such lawn was featured in Mary Wesley's 1984 novel, funnily enough, called The Camomile Lawn. It featured a house in Cornwall, the UK, with a lawn planted with camomile rather than grass. Camomile lawns are popular in some parts of Europe, particularly in the UK, where they have been used for centuries. The camomile plants release a pleasant fragrance when walked upon, and so the lawn can be used as a relaxing area for outdoor activities or as a decorative feature in the garden. Camomile lawns are also known for their low maintenance requirements as the plants do not need to be mowed like traditional grass lawns. However, they do require regular watering and can be sensitive to foot traffic and extreme weather conditions. The Roman species is native to the regions of the Atlantic coast of Europe, Portugal, Spain, France, United Kingdom and Ireland, to be more specific and North Africa, where it's seen in Morocco and Algeria. But it's not indigenous to Italy, contrary to what the name Roman might suggest. Camomile is native to Europe and Asia, and it has been used for thousands of years for its medicinal properties. The ancient Egyptians, Greeks and Romans all used chamomile as a natural remedy for various ailments. The plant was also used in rituals, such as in ancient Greece, where it was used in rituals dedicated to the god Apollo. In France, it can be found in the West, and more particularly in Anjou, which produces more than 90% of France's production. It grows in sandy lawns on the banks of ponds in almost all of France except in the east where it's rare and pretty much absent in places like the southeast and Mediterranean coast of France. Camomile is a popular ingredient in herbal teas. The flower heads of the plant are separated from the stems for the herbal tea. Camomile tea is known for its calming properties and it's often used as a natural remedy for anxiety and insomnia. The tea is also known for its anti-inflammatory and antioxidant properties, making it a popular choice for those looking for natural remedies for various health problems. English botanist Nicholas Cowperper wrote about the herb's use in treating digestive problems, and it was also used to flavour foods and drinks. Nicholas Cowperper was an English herbalist, physician and astrologer who is best known for his influential book, the English Physician Enlarged, which was first published in 1652. Culpeper's book was a revolutionary work at the time as it made information about herbal remedies and medicinal plants accessible to the common people in their own language, hmm. rather than relying on the Latin texts that were only accessible to the wealthy and educated. Culpeper was a controversial figure in his time, as he challenged the established medical practices of his day. He believed that medicine should be available to all, regardless of their social status or wealth, and he advocated for the use of herbal remedies and simple natural cures. Copperberg's book remains a valuable resource for herbalists and natural healers, and is still in print today. Because of his writing, Chamomile became especially popular in desserts and it was used to flavour cakes, cookies 
and other sweet treats. Today, camomile is still used in French cuisine, although its use is somewhat limited. The herb is often used in tea, and it's also used to flavour desserts such as sorbets, ice cream and cakes. Camomile is also used in savoury dishes such as soups, stews and sauces. Hmm. Yes, Louis, I know it's very hard to say that. Soups, stews and sauces. One of the most popular dishes in which camomile is used is camomile chicken. This dish involves marinating chicken breast in a mixture of camomile tea, olive oil, garlic and other herbs, and then grilling or roasting the chicken. The result is a dish that is tender and flavourful, but also has a subtle camomile flavour. I like to use camomile in French pastries, and my favourite is madeleines. Madeleines are small sponge cakes that are shaped like shells, and they're often flavoured with lemon or vanilla. But here's my recipe to make camomile madeleines. The ingredients you'll need are three quarters of a cup of all-purpose flour, half a teaspoon of baking powder, a quarter of a teaspoon of salt, two camomile tea bags, half a cup of unsalted butter, melted and then cooled, two large eggs, a half a cup of granulated sugar, a half a teaspoon of vanilla extract, and powdered sugar for dusting. The instructions? Preheat your oven to 350 degrees Fahrenheit or 180 degrees Celsius and grease a madeleine pan with a non-stick cooking spray. In a small bowl, combine the flour, baking powder and salt. Cut open the camomile tea bags and add the contents to the bowl and mix well. In a separate large bowl, whisk together the melted butter, eggs, sugar and vanilla extract until smooth. Add the dry ingredients to the wet ingredients and mix until just combined. Spoon the batter into the prepared madeleine pan, filling each mould about two-thirds full. Bake for 10 to 12 minutes or until the edges are golden brown and the centres are set. Remove from the oven and let the madeleines cool in the pan for a few minutes before removing them. Dust with the powdered sugar before serving. Back to camomile the herb. Throughout Europe, camomile has been used in the making of beer and ale. Unlike with the tea though, which only the flowers are used, for the beer and ale, the whole plant is used, adding a slightly bitter flavour. In addition to its use in cooking, camomile is also used in beauty products. The herb is known for its calming and soothing properties and is often used in skincare products to soothe irritated skin. In beauty care, it is often present in lotions and creams, shampoos, especially for blonde hair. It is also traditionally used as a natural hair dye to offer a blonde shade, apparently. Camomile is used in many pharmaceutical preparations therapeutically. Of course, we often hear of its use as a herbal tea for relaxing oneself. But it is said that the camomile, known as an ally of women, was previously used to cause menstruation and expel the placenta during childbirth. On fact, camomile has been used as an herbal remedy since the time of Hippocrates, the father of medicine in 500 BC. 
The list of conditions for Richard has been used is extensive. This includes headaches, kidney, liver, and bladder problems, digestive upset, muscle spasms, anxiety, insomnia, skin irritations, bruises, gout, ulcers, rheumatic pain, hay fever, inflammation, hemorrhoids, and colic. Chamomile has also been used as a remedy for fever. In fact, the English often call chamomile feverfew. In the UK, they even use chamomile for treatment against migraines. But of course, most of us, including myself, use it as a sleep tea, which along with some homemade lavender pillow mist ensures that I get a well-rested sleep. Did you know that in the No Doubt song, Hey Baby, Gwen Stefani sings about chamomile? In the song, Hey Baby, she sings the line, I'm just sipping on chamomile. This line apparently represents a moment of relaxation and calmness amidst the chaos of a party scene. The contrast between the wild parting atmosphere and the tranquility of sipping a chamomile creates a striking image, apparently and highlights the importance of self-care mindfulness in our busy lives. Hmm. Thanks for that, Gwen. That's it for another episode of Season 3 of Fabulously Delicious. If you liked it, please share it around with your friends and family. Give me a rating if you're listening via Apple or Spotify, and leave a review. A good one would be fabulous. Subscribe wherever you're listening if you haven't already. Through Fabulously Delicious, you can manger, which is French for eating, by the way, your way through fabulous French food and learn all about it. You can also experience the best of French cuisine and culture by checking out my Instagram at Andrew Pryor Fabulously or YouTube for cooking and travel tips at youtube.com forward slash Andrew Pryor. And of course, subscribe to Fabulously Delicious wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you for listening. And remember, as I always say, my motto is, whatever you do, do it fabulously. Merci beaucoup and bon app. Welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo, and for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book, and together, we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, and we read from the book along the way. So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. 
Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts.